Pokemon Rollout. The group met with Yash in her operating room, where she agreed to help them with Dr. Linnaeus. However, she needed some assistance in the hospital, and time to get research on the Atlas line. With the aid of Sota, the armored man from the gym, our heroes transported Happy's makeshift clinic to the hospital. The Chansey begrudgingly agreed to give care to both Yash's patients and her own. The crew rested before attempting to infiltrate the Trevenant Gang's headquarters to get more information on the Atlas line. Unfortunately, they were met by the Trevenant Brunt that Liliana had harassed earlier. He was waiting for her with an ambush at the headquarters. How will this conflict end today on Pokemon Rollout? the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Birthday Boy Pine. <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. I feel like, just quick note, I feel like after Paul introduces himself with the birthday thing, we should have a little sound of confetti cannons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, future Michael, get on that. And see. I mean, you didn't hear them? <laughs> I need like to see them. Little... They are confetti cannons. <laughs> if you can't see them, then they're just cannons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the confetti cannon rules. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like little poppers. <laughs> I'm thinking that was that quickly. That, I'm thinking yeah, like the my party little cannon. pony. Yes, yeah, so like Pinkie Pie's uh, party cannon. Yes. <gasps> yeah. There you go. If confetti shoots out of a cannon and everyone has their eyes closed, is it still confetti? <laughs> Can you feel it raining down on you? Okay, sit, Michael, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Ooh, also, also, si- oh. side note, uh, Nick, uh, to me, you are an Ifrit this time. Oh, interesting. Oh, he's a python oh, not for me. me this time. Uh, I, you are an armadillo. All right. <laughs> like Google's Google's Ifrit, like kind of looks like Alakazam, so it makes me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I am some combination of all of those three creatures. Oh, You also, for Canada. some reason, I haven't seen this before, but you have. A parenthesis that says idol. So yes. you're an idle armadillo. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> idle armadillo. Armadillo. <laughs> that didn't Armadillo. work like I thought it would. <laughs> no, did, no, did you say armadillo. <laughs> she tried to say armadillo, idle and, armadillo and, and put them together in a nice little portmanteau. And it didn't work. Yeah. I'm Although so now sorry. That, now that'd be a cool uh, new. That'd be a cool Pokemon to like fuse in armadillo and uh, a crocodile. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe interesting. Ooh, talking about play out on words. <laughs> my my coworker told me a good joke today. <laughs> okay. So, so um. Oh shoot! No, I forgot what it was, but I remember the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> 
laughing. Not, now we're not even laughing at our own jokes. We're just laughing at any punchline that comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, oh my goodness. Um. It was Ladies something. Were listening. Yes, this is the first time we recorded today. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just say the punchline or just not say it at all? <laughs> Well, like, I'd, I'd, that's a call only you can make. Yeah, so I'd true. say don't say the punchline because we'll probably laugh at it, but like we'll miss the context of the actual joke. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll look it up. Sure. We can start recording. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, well, we've You're not recording? recording. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. I'm recording. I'm recording. I mean, actually, like, doing something. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Oh, we didn't even make oh. it through the introductions before we went off on a tangent. <laughs> oh, 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 I know what it is. I know what it oh, is. Okay. Damn. I hate when people ask me what I'm doing in a year. Like, come on, guys. I don't have 2020 I don't have 2020 vision. vision. <laughs> uh, I heard that in tw- the first time I heard that was 2015. Uh, that's, nice. uh, that's a very timely joke. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yes. Uh, Thanks. See, in, in in a few years, it'll be people ask me what I did a few years ago. I don't have twenty twenty vision. <laughs> but Michael, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> I, I swear, I swear, folks, we do we do Good. play Pokemon Good. games yeah, sometimes. Like <laughs> We're just I trying to you. avoid what's going to happen so, next. Should we, should we... Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So we're we're getting jumped by some thugs. I was saying, while this had happened, you all actually oh crap, got I need to get my dice out. You actually all got beaten. Un- <laughs> we are so prepared. We all I got was. knocked unconscious told, by the grunts and and thrown in as fertilizer to the Atlas fine. That is what has happened. No. <laughs> this is episode fifty something, folks. We've been recording for almost three years now. Yeah. We've got our routine together. You know what we're doing. It's a good thing we brewed some coffee. (laughs) We're experts. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. Well, we technically Uh, get paid for it. (laughs) You do? Maybe. Kind of. Yeah, what what are we doing with that? I I suppose we, we technically get paid for it, even though none of us get paid for it. Yes. Right. We as a collective. Yeah, to be clear, folks, like we, like the patrons, we appreciate everything you yes. do. You help support our website yes. right now, and we don't see any, but mm-hmm. we, we appreciate your support. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks yes, for keeping it up yes. and running. But um, anyway, yeah, yes. let's let's actually mm-hmm. do something. I'm gonna. So tell us what what's going on, and we'll see um, what we can do. There are three hostile trainers, and what looked like a giant three-headed tree, but the heads look like skulls, and the tree looks dead in front of you, and Charlie is fastest. That's an executor. It seems to have been changed somehow into a ghost type. How how tall is this (gasps) former executor? Executor, which I was calling an executioner, because I make terrible Mm, puns. So basically just, is it it. very tall, or is it relatively... It is not enormously tall, no. Gotcha, okay. It it does not look like it has been, it was grown in a tropical climate, no. Gotcha, okay. So Um, now this is fully ghost. uh, Probably not fully ghost. Because Executor wasn't just a, a grass type. Ah, uh, okay. 
Sure, yeah, uh, let me roll a Pokemon Education. Do I get a, uh, can we, like, uh, work in a bonus at all since, like, we have experience with this and, like, we're pretty sure? Like, I have a pretty strong hunch that mm -hmm. even Charlie would know that this is gonna be part Ghost-type. Yeah, sure, I can give you some sort of bonus. Okay, um, so Pokemon Ed, Charlie has rolled a 5 in Pokemon Ed. Okay, um, you know both Ghosts and Psychic types are usually weak to Dark. Alright, so Charlie has... Let me just take a look. Because that's pretty common knowledge, so... Actually, uh, Liliana, you would realize that one of the grunts that was there was the one that was showing off its... Uh, his deerling a day or so back. Uh. So it's likely that's going to make an appearance. Alright, here's what we're going to do. We're... Just because I think this will work out uh, best overall. We're going to send uh, Penny out... Okay. And uh, Charlie's going to do it by throwing the Pokeball at one of the Grunt's heads. Okay. Uh, one, two, or three? Um, Grunt two is the one who threw out the Executor. Grunt two it is. Uh, Charlie rolled a two. Okay. The Grunt dodges to one side and actually bats the Pokeball away from him. Uh, but yeah, Penny so is out. And released Penny. Uh, Penny goes immediately because this is her first round. Thank you, you are correct. And she's going to use a uh, knockoff on that uh, executor. Okay. Executionor. Executionor, yes. Executionor. <laughs> Alright, uh, she, she rolled on the other side of the dice. She rolled an 18. Nice, hey. that is a hit. Alright. Um, so that's going to be a knockoff, so that's going to be a 2d6 plus 21. Uh, so it's going to be 6 plus 21, uh, 27, um, dark physical damage. That ended up doing 37 dark physical damage, which is not quite enough to give it an injury. Um, though as, uh... Penny rushes forward and smacks it, and some of its leaves go fluttering to the ground. You notice that it doesn't have any held items. I always wondered how an Exeggutor would have held items, because it has no arms. But, uh... In its bark. Right. <laughs> you just kind of tuck it in there. But, uh... Yeah, it's it doesn't seem to have any held items, but you notice as it's moving that it already seems to have an injury. Hmm. Oh. Interestingly enough. But it did not gain another one. I am going to have... Liliana release uh, trigger, and she's going to do the same as Charlie um, and fling her Pokeball. I'm going to fling it at the main person. <laughs> okay. Um, that ratted us out, that dirty jerk. <laughs> and once my dice load, <laughs> I rolled an 18 for <laughs> you accuracy. You loaded your dice? Okay, I... that hits. <laughs> wow, you take this really seriously, don't you? Dude? <laughs> I that... Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> that's why I ro rolled so high. We know I've been doing terrible lately. <laughs> All right, that hits, and that's a damage base of three, so roll 1d6. One. <laughs> oh, no. And add 23. Okay, so 24. Because your easy. attack is off the chart. So you did 24 damage to him? Yep. Alright, that ends up doing 14 damage to him and not giving him an injury, so... Okay, and... He's still okay, but... I am releasing... Uh, I don't know if I already said this, but I'm releasing Trigger. Yes. Mm. Alright, uh, Professor Sneeze is gonna pull out uh, this trick that he's done before um, and throw a Pokeball 
But as he's throwing it, um, also shooting stars out of his hair muscles uh, and uh, hitting as many as he can with swift, especially the trainers, knowing that the executioner is... Uh, ghost type, the swift isn't going to hurt it, so he's okay. going to aim primarily for um, the trainers. You can hit the other two trainers. Not not trainer number two, but trainer one and three are not close enough together. Alright, uh, we will aim for them and okay. we'll see if we get a crit. Not a crit. Okay. Um, 32 normal special damage. Okay. That did 22 normal special damage to each of them but did not give them an injury so they all got and at the same time I am also sending out Jane the Yamask uh, Uh, come on out Jane but stay invisible so out from the Pokeball Jane pops but you can't see him yes pops out and it's just an empty pops out in the empty air as those other two get pelted with stars kind of shield their heads from and everything Jane! Astonish that executor! Uh, and since it's invisible, it's going to be an automatic flinch. Yes? Um, I will still need a stealth. Stealth, alright. Mm-hmm. There is more of an stealth. advantage. Oh, actually, he's able to do a stealth, but... Uh, that's going to be 12 stealth. So, the, exec- <gasps> the executioner actually spins to face Jane as Jane floats invisibly up. Well, we'll fine, catch something. but we're still yeah. going to There's try... still a chance of a flinch, but it's not an automatic. No, it's a 13. Okay, so didn't flinch, but did hit. No flinch, but we hit. <gasps> Alright, um, that's going to be... Hold on, let me roll that again. That was a tilt. There we go. Hey! Uh, 17 ghost physical damage. So that did 19 ghost physical damage. Which is enough to give the Executioner another injury. So, uh, Jane suddenly appears, basically holding its face up to the Executioner's face, like its mask face. And some sort of, like, the energy from that is able to blast into the Executioner and knock it back slightly. Nice. That's alright. Now it is the trainer's turn. Um, The two trainers uh, pull themselves together a little bit. And each one of them releases a Pokemon next to them. Um, the first one releases out what uh, Liliana is able to recognize as the Deerling from before, and you all smell it as it comes out. Just this wave of grotesque, uh, grotesque odor coming out of something that you would expect to find dead on the side of the road, and that's also kind of what it looks like. There. The other one releases out what seems to be just a circular, almost egg-shaped shell of cracked and slightly rusted metal with uh, brownish spines sticking out from it. Uh, there are two area, there are two kind of uh, half hexagon-shaped areas that look like they would have been where eyes are. They're now empty, and there are actually dead vines that have grown out and then died out of those holes where they were before. Mm-hmm. Merling Pokemon Education. Okay. 14. Going by the egg shape and the, and the spikes um, and the general shape of it, you're guessing that this used to be a pharaoh seed. Um, if you had to guess, its grass typing is probably also gone. 
at this like point. Like the deerlings? Yeah, uh, like the deerlings. The deerling also is probably no longer a grass type. Got it. So these are all probably ghost types at this point. What have you done to these Pokemon? Better. More unexpected, don't you think? It's um. disgusting. <laughs> You've lived out on the street like we have, I'm guessing. What's disgusting to us? I mean, that's a good point, but doing something like this, this is just going too far. Yeah, that's not cool, guys. Besides, your, your drilling needs a bath. <laughs> and besides, after being out on the street, shouldn't this teach you that this is wrong? There's a line somewhere. There's gotta be, you guys. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk, talk. And the one turns to his dearling and gives it a kick in the side. Ugh. Hey! You, you, like, you see it actually gain another injury. It already had one. Hmm. everything, And then it kind of is galvanized by that, and it leaps forward towards Jane, actually, and uses faint attack on Jane. It is not a crit, but it does use... Or it does do 27 dark physical damage to Jane. Jane uses protect. So, in the midst of it, Jane actually spins around and presents his mask to the deerling as it comes closer, and that actually causes the deerling to falter and stop in place. (laughs) Useless Pokemon. Meanwhile, uh... You're a useless Pokemon! (laughs) The other one actually turns and, uh, as Professor Sneeze says that, actually, he turns and glares at Professor Sneeze. And, Professor Sneeze, uh, you got hit by mean look. You're trapped and slowed for the remainder of the encounter. Okay. All right. I am going to have Trigger use Focus Energy. All right. So, Trigger, seeing kind of the chaos of the battlefield, finds a little bit of inner calm and focus and starts to just prepare himself. Uh, Meanwhile, the other one that you saw before actually had done the same thing, had kicked the the, uh, Exeggutor in front of him, causing it to gain yet another injury. And so it's up to three at this point. But that actually seems to make it start... Like, that almost seems to galvanize this this Exeggutor, or Executionor. Oh... This is like brutal training, isn't it? Um, it's even farther than that. Uh, it's worse. <laughs> There's a specific class that uses brutal training in specific ways. We, we've seen this before, haven't we? Yeah, uh, you and in, uh, you, uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie has seen it. Michael Michael has been it. Yes. <laughs> N- Nilly has been a victim of it. Yes. And technically it can be... Uh, they, they, they try very hard to say that it can be used well, but it's very difficult to use it well. Yes. And so it kind of galvanizes and it leaps forward and speaking of not being able to hold anything, it suddenly manifests a claw of this dark energy out of one side and just sweeps it down towards Pinny, who's the one who hit it the hardest, even more than its trainer. Uh, yeah, so sweeps a shadow claw down at Pinny, which hits... And because it's a crit on an 18 plus, it actually crits. I think Nick loaded the dice. (laughs) Uh, It does 65 ghost physical damage. Uh 
Um, let me see here. Ghost is neutral. That's not good. Um, but my defense is 15, so that does uh, 50, bringing uh, Penny down to 10 and taking two injuries. Whew. Okay. And it keeps, like, the claw goes and it actually slashes past Penny. Luckily, you're all spaced just far enough apart that it that the claw doesn't make it any farther. I love those pass moves. Um, and then, uh, the Pharisee actually sits for a second, and it pulls out, like, there's kind of a shaking and rattling within it, and it pulls out what seems to be like a bit of twisted metal comes out on top of these, uh dead vine, like the dead vines and things it actually splits open slightly to bring out this ball of twisted metal which it then spins around and throws at trigger and it uses a gyro ball which hits so what a trigger speed is four yeah it did not pick the best target for this good nope. <laughs> I mean, it did 32 steel physical damage no 35 steel physical damage sorry so, yeah, this ball just twisted hunk of metal just slams into Trigger's chest and falls. Um, I'm guessing you didn't get an injury from it, but you might need to get him checked for tetanus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too late for round trip. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you, uh, yeah, unless you do it right after Penny makes a move this round. But yeah, I thought that might not, not, might not be a bad idea because she. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, since that's a free action, that still that won't take up Charlie's turn, so he still has a whole turn to do something. Okay. So I think uh, Charlie. Um, gosh. Therefore, Charlie is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Charlie's sitting here, like uh, thinking about the Malamar that he caught, and it's like he really shouldn't have have caught that Malamar. Like that. Like uh, just to give the audience like a little window in here, that's something that Charlie actually regrets. And maybe we'll address that later. Mm. But um, Charlie uh, really wishes he could like catch and save these Pokemon because these ones are actually being abused. Um, mm-hmm. So he is uh, kind of regretting that. But he is going to, uh, I think, just uh, pick up a rock and uh, chuck it. Uh, chuck it again at at Grunt Two, the one who released the Executor. Okay. Uh, well, four is slightly better than two. Yes, but unfortunately, he's still able to dodge to one side. Well, at least I don't have to know what uh, how to actually do that attack yet. So there's that. Hey, <laughs> now let's have her go for broke since this will be her turn. I am gonna do uh, um, that thing that I said a minute ago. Um, uh, round trip. I'm gonna do round trip to get her out. So we're gonna go for a pin missile. Okay. Uh, which is, has five strike. Uh, do I just need to? Uh, I need to roll the hit first. You need to roll the hit first. Who are you attacking? Um, let's keep. So the executor picked up another injury, right? Yes, it is at three. It's at three. Oddly now. enough, it almost looked healthier after being hit, which makes very little sense. But gotta love it. Yeesh. Okay. Uh, it still has, It gained another injury, but it looks slightly healthier. Okay. Uh, we're gonna try and go for that and just try and knock it out with uh, with the pin missile. So, uh, yeah, okay. let's go for the executor. Uh, Penny rolled an eleven. That hits. 
Okay, and then is the five strike determined off the 11, or do I need to roll something nope, else? No, you need to roll a d8. That's what I thought. How about a five? Five, the attack hits three times. So first, subtract two from the current damage base of Pin Missile. So the current damage base is, is five. Subtract two is three. Multiply that by three. You get nine, then add the two back on. So the damage base of Pin Missile now is 11. Track all that math, math everybody. Okay. <laughs> So, how many uh, dice do I roll? <laughs> roll 3d10. 3d10. Yep. Uh, there will be a quiz at the end of this. All of no. Congratulations, you're all in math class. <laughs> all of my dice are 3d. <laughs> oh no, why am I in my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I start teaching next week, but I'm not even ready for that yet, so... Uh, four. Do you have like the the teacher Eight. dream equivalent where you 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 wind up at school teaching in your underwear? Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, four, eight, and seven. That's nineteen bug physical damage. Okay, and then you add twenty-one. Uh, so it's forty bug physical damage. Yes, forty bug physical damage total on the execution order. Yes, bug physical. You said yes. That did 25 bug physical damage, which is not enough to give the Executor an injury or to faint it quite yet. All right. So, uh, and then, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go slamming. ahead and do round trip right away. Okay. Yeah, the pinnacles go thudding into it. It actually thuds through one of its heads, but it doesn't seem to notice terribly much. And so then you return. Uh, don't forget that you did spend an AP for that. Okay. I'll mark that. Drag that. Yep, and then you can uh, release another Pokemon immediately. Uh, so by release, can it, can it just be released, or can I try actually throwing it? Um, since this is a free action, you cannot try actually throwing it. All right, that's just fine. Uh, so Chomps is coming out. Chomps. Yep. Because oh, right. I don't see any grass Pokemon here. So the giant <laughs> Gyarados comes bursting out to attack. So despite feeling pretty, like riled up by all of this, especially seeing all of the hurt Pokemon and how they're all just being brutally um, abused. She's just going to take a deep breath and use Double Team. Alright. Uh, can Jane move to a place where he is in between the all the opponent's Pokemon uh, in a burst three? Um, yes, moving back towards you, towards where you all are, would be that place at best. Alright, uh, Jane does that. Jane, move in between them all and, and shackle them all! Uh, so Jane uses, uh, his shackle ability, uh, and all those foes in the burst have their movement capabilities have. Alright, so until. ghostly chains come spiraling out of Jane and just shackle onto all of your foes, and they kind of persist for a moment as they're moving through there. Cool. Alright. Now it is the Executioner's turn. So it seems sort of galvanized by everything that is going on here. And so it spins back around towards Jane now, who's the one that Shackle that's in place since Penny is now gone. And it looks like it's going to move towards him, but is, it isn't able to quite reach where Jane was because of the shackles. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it sits for a moment and then it kind of pulls itself together and sends out a burst of psychic energy 
which slams out with Psyshock, and it does 51 psychic special damage. Subtract Jane's defense, not his special defense. 36. Um, but Jane is going to trade in the Bitter Treat Digestion buff, so it's down to 26. Nice. We can handle that. Shacklin, but his gene kind of rattles around a bit, but is able to pull himself together and keep a hold of his mask, which is the important part to him. That is the important part. Uh, meanwhile, the Deerling, after getting another kind of push from its trainer, leaps forward and does a flying kick towards... I, yeah, Chomps, because Chomps is the biggest thing out here. Bring it. <laughs> so it leaps forward and uses Jump Kick, which hits. Yeah. Uh, it does 30 fighting physical damage. Alright, so 30 minus 14 is 16, half of that is 8. So not an increase. <laughs> so the dealing goes flying forward and basically bounces off of Chomps' nose. It doesn't seem like a wise choice to me. It, it does leave a slight bruise, but... <laughs> um, which trainer was it that um, sent, has the deerling? That is uh, the trainer number one. Trainer Trumpet number gang one. Grunt number one. Professor Sneeze is fixing his gaze on trainer number one, because that's the first one that he saw abusing one of the Pokemon. And he is going to say, You are all just naughty children, and I'm going to put you in your place! And he powers up his hair muscles and uses Hyper Beam on that trainer. Okay. And that's an 18 to hit. That hits! <laughs> so close to a crit. So close to a crit. <laughs> so close. Alright, I need to roll a lot of d12s here. Mm-hmm. It's like I have five Warhammers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's 75 normal special damage 75 normal special damage alright that did 65 (laughs) normal special damage which gives this trainer 3 injuries right off the bat and faints him yes so uh, there's a giant beam of brilliant energy and this guy goes whoa wait and then it just slams into him and sends him flying he bursts a f- he, he lends a furrow into like the Atlas vine fields and just lays there unconscious. And even as you watch, you can see the vines just kind of start creeping back into place where they were before. And where That's and where he is now. That's what you get. <laughs> right. Um so the two other trainers go I him, him, get him, get him! And they start pointing at uh, <laughs> Professor Sneeze. Uh, one of them, like the one who's who uh, brought out the executioner, actually starts amping himself up, and he gets galvanized because he uses agility. It actually makes sense in this case. Uh, I'm using that too much today. I, I have been told. Uh, and so he gets he gets amped up for that. Whereas the other one goes for the more direct approach. Uh, somehow getting over the fear of getting close to the person who just sent out a giant beam of energy and knocked someone like a football <laughs> field away, he jumps forward <laughs> and goes to smack uh, Professor Sneeze with Chip away. 
Uh, you mm. don't have any armor, damage reduction, or changes from combat stages for your defense? Nope. Okay, so chip away doesn't okay. actually do anything different, but it's still a decent attack. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is far too afraid to even get close to you. He rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Fear me! <laughs> um, I'm going to have Trigger use Karate Chop on... Is it Grunt 2 that was the one that found us out, right? Yes, Grunt 2 found you out. Okay, I'm going to have him use Karate Chop on him. And... Oh, it's so close! I rolled a 19. <laughs> uh, what's Karate Chop's uh, crit range? 17. So you hey! Crit. Yes! <laughs> on him, on number two, alright. Get wrecked! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so that's 46? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, 46 plus 39. 53 total. That does 43 damage to him, which isn't quite enough to knock him out, but is enough to give him two injuries. So, oh, and yeah, with with uh, focus energy, you definitely crit. Wow. Anyways, uh, yeah. so Trigger kind of snaps out of his... Uh, focus energy trance and just leaps forward and basically just backhands this guy uh, just in the in the lower back area and he just kind of stumbles forward and gets back up kind of nursing his back and isn't able to really stand straight. That means that it's the Pharisee or Ferris Specter's turn. Ooh, nice. That one's just there and it's kind of the other one's looking over the field and he's like, alright, uh, hit, hit him, hit him! And so it turns towards Professor Sneeze, rolls itself up, and uses Rollout. Hey! Hey, and hey. it hits! It hits, and with this first attack, it does 22 rock physical damage to Professor Sneeze. 22 rock physical damage. Curls itself into a ball and rolls up and just slams into Professor Sneeze's knee. Time to kind of him sideways. <laughs> hey, I've had that replaced! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna try try something. Okay. Uh, I'm just say, uh, Chomps, do what you need to. So okay, I, I'm kind of letting go of the command, and I'm letting Chomps do what he needs. Chomps is after the deer leg. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thing that smacked him in the nose. How do you want to determine what he's going to attack oh. with? Really quickly, give. Oh, that, here's how I'll do it. Give me a perception check. Alrighty. From Chomps. From Chomps. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, this doodling smells so bad he does not want to touch it with his mouth. In fact, he wants <laughs> it as far away from him as possible. He's using Iron Tail. Alrighty. <laughs> so that's going to be... Let's uh, roll for accuracy first. Come on, Chomps. You can do it. <laughs> Wait, I need to cheerlead him on my turn, not his. Uh, that is a crit 20. Okay. <gasps> nice. nice. So that's going to be what? Roll 6d8. Six- Alright. Um, and add 40. Oh, man. Is that just 40 and then plus the 10, or is it just... Nope, nope, 40, that 40. The 40, okay. So that, that's everything together. So 68 yeah, it's plus 20 40, plus 40. Okay. Yep. 33 uh, plus 40, 73 steel physical damage. That's fantastic. 
Chomps is, we are Chomps is not happy guns. about his last performance. <laughs> um, that did 68 steel physical damage. Which is enough to give this deerling four new injuries. <laughs> oh, oh man. guacamole. That's the poor thing. Again, given to something in a single attack. If this deerling didn't already look dead, you'd assume it was. Oh, we might have to go yeah. back and listen, but like Penny's been pretty deadly on some of her shots. That's true. That's yeah, true. Seriously. I think Penny still has the the record for most damage so, in an attack. Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, Chomps looked down at this and just slammed down with his tail, like sheathed in the in the energy. And when he lifts up, there's a divot and there's a shape at the oh, bottom of the divots. Yeah. You don't look too closely. Good boy, Chomps. Good boy. Yay, because that's good for our team, but I feel so bad for that poor dealing. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's take a look here. Alright, uh, I mean, we probably don't need this right now, but we're gonna. Charlie's going to uh, do Go Fight Win, and we're gonna be using uh, Show Your Best uh, specifically, so, um, I get to choose, uh,. Uh, uh, defense or special defense? Oh wait, maybe I want, don't want to do that one. Back it up. Charlie's basically a bard. Yep. He's a, yeah, he's very <laughs> bard. Uh, here we go. This will be this will be good. Uh, we're gonna do uh, don't stop now. So, all right, guys, the tide is turning. Let's let's uh, try and finish this one off. Don't stop now is the actual name of the sub attack or thing. Cheer. <laughs> All allies on the field gain temporary hit points equal to your charm rank and become excited. Uh, my charm rank, I believe, is five. Uh, you are an expert in charm. Uh, I'm going to double check and make sure. Yes, yes, charm rank is five. Kay. So everybody gains five HP. Okay, nice. And all your Pokemon. Yep. And uh, you also become ex uh, excited, which means uh, you may give up this excited condition, so it's like a di digestion buff to gain plus five yeah. damage reduction against an attack. Any attack. Any attack. Nice. Yes. So. I won't stop, Charlie. I'm ready to get him. Woo! Okay. I'll let Liliana do it first. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, Liliana is going to use Rock Smash. On the the one grunt that uh, trigger hit, he's still up, right? Yes, number two. Okay. Yes, he is That's still it. up. All right, I'm gonna rock smash him. Okay. So come on, guys. I rolled an eleven for accuracy. That hits. I rolled thirty-two fighting physical. Nice. Nice. That did twenty-two fighting physical damage. Which is literally just enough to give him an injury and knock him out. Then stay down! <laughs> so, say, how, how do you... I'm going to steal from Critical Role and say, how do you want to do this? Uh, Liliana is going to run over to them and just, like, in one, like, Hulk-like move, just come smashing down on top of his head and, <laughs> like, stand over him with, like, her hands on her hips. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you go and you do it and you just slam on the top of his head, and he has that like cartoon moment where he actually bounces back up for a second and wobbles <laughs> before falling prone. <laughs> Professor Sneeze, can I get a Pokemon education? No. Can I get an 
insight or intuition check from anyone, actually. Professor Sneeze, anyone. Um, Charlie intuits well, I things. I felt special for a minute, but now I don't. Uh -huh. I got a six, so someone's probably going to get something better. <laughs> Nine. Twenty-five. Yep. Hey. Yep, there it is. <laughs> okay. Um, in the heat of battle, Charlie and Liliana, you don't quite catch it, but Professor Sneeze, especially since you're still recovering from your hyper beam, uh, you notice that the moment that trainer went down, the executioner stopped moving entirely. Oh. Like it froze in place. Interesting. Almost as though it was moving because its trainer was there. Hmm. Um, you're not crap. sure if it will keep moving if you don't do anything to it. See. You're guessing since it's still alive, quote unquote, enough to react as a Pokemon, it will still respond to threats. But there's no indication mm -hmm. that it's going to fight if it doesn't have to. Gotcha. Mm. Alright. Um, then I will say, Jane, hex the, the last trainer! Um, so Jane turns towards the last of the trainers and uses Hex. Oh, RG20. That's a two to hit. Alright, so Jane spins around and holds up his mask again to channel the Hex through, but unfortunately the person is too focused on Professor Sneeze and doesn't even realize he's trying, he's expecting, like he doesn't even realize he's being Hexed, which kind of makes it hard to Hex him. <laughs> Oops. Y you need to know that the bad juju is attacking you in order for it to work. Ah, <laughs> hex. So what you're saying it's it's all uh, it is all in your mind. Yes. Oh. Uh, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. But uh, the ex it is the executioner's turn, and it stands motionless. So the other keep going, everybody. You got it. The other grunts kind of looks around at the battlefield and goes, just keep hitting him, keep hitting him, and he turns to run. Oh, actually, he turns and tries to run past Liliana to get in the door. Oh, no, no. Can I stop uh, him somehow? You do have an attack of opportunity. Close linings. Which is a struggle attack. If you hit him, I believe he stops moving. Um, close and is dead! <laughs> I don't. He's not dead. Clothesline him, but Ooh. it does. It's a struggle attack. It's not with any um, attack with any of your attacks moves, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But but uh, in so. fiction, we're gonna say she clotheslines him. Yeah, if if that's what she wants yes. to do with it, she certainly can. <laughs> she just holds out her arm. Great. Okay. You might be able to actually do a trip attempt as a maneuver. I mean, you certainly can, but let me see if you can do that with this. Or could she even, like, like hook her whip around him and, like, pull him back? Um, you can use that as the thing, but uh, the, the maneuver, you can either hit him and do damage and he'll keep running, or you can use the trip maneuver as he's passing by. So first, if you want to do either one, make an accuracy check. Okay, I rolled a 16. Okay, are you doing trip or hitting him? I want to stop him, so probably okay. trip then. So then you hit, make an acrobatics or a combat check. Ooh, Can I do both and then see which one's better? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do acrobatics then because that one's a little better. So 3d6. Okay. 
and I got 13. So your combat and acrobatics are actually the same. But... Oh, what? Huh. Oh, I was looking at charm. <laughs> but, but they're different yes. stats, so they do roll differently. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Very convincing, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> So you said 13? Yep. He also rolled a 13. No! Ty goes to the oh. PC. No! Oh, That's player you. character. You're the PC That's you. Lady, Are there any Pokemon that know Pursuit? <laughs> Lydia, Lydia. No, what? PC means you player won. character. That's you. Oh, that's me! Yay! Yes. <laughs> so you manage to catch him with the whip and knock him to the ground. So he is knocked over and tripped. She kicks right him in, front in the of head. The <laughs> It's Trigger's turn. Oh, okay. That works, too. He kicks him in the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> certainly can. I, like, kind of want to take him for, like, a hostage. I don't know if we can do that, though, if that's actually... Well, how many option. other gang members are going to be coming soon? We, we need to get the Aquas Vine and, and, like, get out. That's true. Or something. I thought we brought some with us, though. Or their research is what we want. Yeah, which is in that that uh, base area that you're trying to get into, you're guessing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to karate chop the the grunt. Okay. Yeah. I rolled a 13 for accuracy. That hits. Not a crit. Yeah. 39 fighting physical. Okay. That did... Tr- 29 fighting physical damage to him, which is enough to give him an injury, but not quite enough to knock him out. Mm-hmm. So, Trigger walks over and just slams a karate chop onto... Uh, he actually aims for the back of his head, but the guy rolls just in time, so it catches him on the shoulder. And so it does some damage, and kind of, like, you can see him shaking his arm like it's numb and kind of difficult to move with, but... He's still up and going with that. Uh... Meanwhile, the Ferris Specter had just been told to go after Professor Sneeze, so it just uses rollout on Professor Sneeze again. Mm-hmm. And it hits. Uh, he did 30 rock physical damage to Professor Sneeze. Oof. I'm uh, trading in my excited bonus. Nice. If rollout misses, uh, it has it resets, right? Uh, if roll, yes, it resets. Okay. If it misses. Alright, so let, let's try this. Let's go ahead and uh, follow up with Go Fight Win uh, as well. Uh, again, this time uh, Charlie goes, uh, Watch out for that, uh, that that Pokemon that's spiking and rolling around there, Professor Sneeze. Uh, I know you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> and so all allies on the field gain a plus two bonus to evasion for one full round and become cheered. Okay. And cheer... Uh, when making a save check uh, to roll twice and you take the best result. So, not sure if uh, that'll help you out a whole lot, but uh, you are now cheered, but you have a plus two to evasion. Hopefully that uh, Pharaoh Spectre can miss next time. Next. All right, and Chomps is up. Chomps. Saying do whatever he wants. Um, yeah, let's, let, let's let Chomps do some stuff. Okay. <laughs> Maybe this will be bad. Um... I would say, right now there's a spiked ball rolling around, a human thing on the ground in front of other things and being attacked, and one giant tree in the middle of nowhere. He's going to go for the giant tree, isn't he? 
that like I'm honestly not sure what Chomps wants to do at the moment, but the giant tree is the biggest thing around. So he may as well not. He, he's he's had an issue with knocking things over, so he may just try to knock it over. <laughs> yeah, let's roll for accuracy. All right, and he can't. No, yeah, he can't use Iron Tail, so he'll just go to bite it. No, he won't. What do you roll? Uh, one. <laughs> oh no! Hey, let's from from the top the... to the bottom. Oh, Chomps, buddy. No. Bring out the old spreadsheet if I can find He it. burned bright and he burned quickly. There <laughs> <laughs> is the, old, the spreadsheet for that. For... Are you fumbling around to try to find it? <laughs> I am indeed, because I don't know where it is. Oh. I mean, to be fair, this is just going like the rest of the night is. <laughs> yeah, is seriously. That? This is our theme. M- Michael, did you move the spreadsheet somewhere? The, no, the, it's the in your drive. Oh, it's in my drive. Yep. Which one of my drives? I have several drives. Almost as many as Tony Stark. <laughs> I... Or maybe as many as Genesect. <laughs> I honestly don't know which one this is. Chomps goes for the tree and actually manages to tangle himself in a knot, so he is tripped. Okay. So he he knocks himself over because he expected the tree to move, and it didn't. That um that is uh Corax Alexandra's contribution. Yes. To the table. All right. Thank you, Corax. Chomps is tripped. Uh Charlie seeing that Chomps is having some trouble, he's going to do um that thing that he did last time. Round um, trip? Round trip, yes. So that'll cost hey, you remember you spent another AP. Yep, that'll cost me another AP, but let's go ahead and put out Oh, let's get um Cuddles the Bagan out. So, um, I'm going to have Liliana use faint attack on the grunt that is in front of her. And I rolled an 11 for accuracy. 11 hits. Oh, it's faint attack, so it auto hits, yeah. Yep. And uh, 38 stark physical. Got kind of like a wicked smile on her face, and it's like you're next. <laughs> yep, and that did 28 dark physical, which is enough to give him another injury and knock him out. <laughs> slam him down with another strike and just knock him unconscious. Um, this time around, though, it looks like the uh, Ferris Specter is caught in its rollout and it's still moving. Mm. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it's like it's gonna go in at least until that move resolves. Jing, stop it! Jing, get it! Um, oh, Jing can't um like intercept the attack. Um, not until it actually attacks you. There is a maneuver. Oh. Um, I don't know if Jane likes you enough, but because uh. it's intercept melee. Because if Jane intercepted it, Jane could use disable and end the rollout. Give. Um, but. Does Professor Sneeze want to do this deliberately? No, not at this point. Like, okay. That's kind of like. Then, that would work yeah. amazingly. Yeah, but Jane I'll, isn't going to do it of I his own volition. Alright. And Jane, use, use Will O Wisp on it. 14 to hit with Blue White. That hits, so nice. Balls of Eldritch Blue White fire pop into place around 
uh, Jane and then fly towards the Ferris Spectre, swirling around it and heating up its metal to a dull gleam. Dull, rusty gleam. And it is burned. The Executioner doesn't seem to have noticed that it was maybe almost bitten by a giant, uh, a, a, you know, a giant Gyarados, and so it continues to stand motionless. I'm going to use try attack on the Pharaoh Spectre and yes. try to stop it. Okay. Stay back! 15 to hit. 15 hits. 39 normal special damage. So the tri attack, the three colors come out, come out, come spinning towards it and slide straight through it <sighs> before burrowing into the ground. It's a ghost type. Oh, goodness. I forgot it was ghost. <laughs> I was expecting it to be resisted because it's steel, but yeah, ghost. <sighs> yep, ghost. Fortunately. Steel ghost is such a good. So with foresight, since it says just for the rest of the turn. Is it you use foresight and then you also use another one since it's a swift action? Or how does that work? Um, yeah, since it's a swift action, you can use another move as a standard action. Okay. Oh. I am going to have Trigger use foresight then. And uh, right after that, I am going to have him use Leer. Okay, uh, Leer hits, hits anyways because it's a status move. Oh, okay. I'm going to do Leer anyway. <laughs> okay. 15. 15 hits. So as you're leering at it, it kind of shudders slightly and it loses another defense combat stage. It continues like winding up and it uses rollout again. Stay away from me! It hits. Even with the plus two evasion? Eh. Even with the plus uh. two evasion, it rolled an 11. But. Oh, man. It has been rolling well. And it did 42 rock physical damage. Out of curiosity, this uh, Pharaoh Spectre mutt wouldn't happen to be a lady, would it? It is male, I'm afraid. Dang. And it shudders and takes some damage itself from its superheated uh, skin, like its superheated metal around it. Uh, Cuddles is gonna, going to... He was going to superheat it some more, but I think... Oh, shoot, I wish I knew... Um... Can Charlie do a Pokemon education to see if um, he knows if this is like has better like special or physical mm -hmm. defenses, or is that too meta? Um, give me a Pokemon education. It will be a high roll. Okay. Uh, seven. I don't think so. <laughs> you are not sure. Okay. Uh, then Charlie's just gonna go with what I think is gonna do more damage, and he uh, he's going to uh, tell Cuddles to go ahead and bite it. Okay. Uh, three. Unfortunately, the spines are too large, and uh, Cuddles isn't able to get a good grip into it, so Cuddles misses. Awesome. Uh, Charlie. I swear that's the way I start all of my turns. <laughs> <laughs> Same tone, too. Charlie. <laughs> um, okay, so... I mean, I guess Charlie's, Charlie's going to try chucking a rock at it. Okay. Uh, that's an 18. That hits. Uh, so it's a 6 plus 26, 32 uh, physical damage. That did 14 physical damage, which isn't quite enough to give it an injury. So 
the rock smacks into it and dents into the uh, kind of weakened, rusted metal. But right. otherwise, it still seems to be rolling along. How many of these grunts can I use Thief on at once? Probably just one at a time. They're unconscious. <laughs> so I can do all three of them at once? <laughs> is, so... that, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> By doing that, you may come close to killing them. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Oh, shoot. You can start stealing from them without using the move Thief. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'll just do that. (laughs) (laughs) Completely ignoring the, you know, thing that's slowly killing Professor Sneeze in the background. Leon's got uh, so like... to places to see. No, it's 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 perfectly. It makes. Sense. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it won't be but... slowly anymore. It's like gonna knock him out this next round. <laughs> so like, I yeah, but like <laughs> I I feel like Liliana is conflicted though to like hurt these Pokemon after what she's seen that that they've been through. Like, yes, they're bad, but. I don't know. I, I feel like that'd still be a hard thing for her. Like, even okay. her. And that's saying something. So she turns to just rifle through their pockets instead? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, give me a uh, perception, I'll say. Okay. Should I do it, like, three times? Yes. Alright, first one is 11. Second is 8. And third is 9. So eight, okay. eleven, and nine. So looking through them, they really don't have much together. Like they have the Pokeballs that were that their Pokemon were already in, a few other odds and ends, little things there. Uh, the best that you found was about uh, altogether. You ended up with about twenty five hundred uh, Poke dollars. Well, I was hoping I'd find a key or something for the door. Uh, the door s- doesn't look like it's locked. They were just hiding a password. Uh, well, at least I got some money. Sorry, sneeze. <laughs> I meant that for to be more productive. <laughs> it's okay, I'll make it, I'm sure. Yep, so Jane, use Hex on the Pharaoh Spectre! Let's go, let's go, let's go. That's a 9 to hit? That hits, and remember its damage base is actually 15, because yes. it's a good type. Alright, so I gotta actually look at what the damage base of 15 is. Here it is. It is 4d10. This is going to be a lot of damage. Manetcha. That's going to be 57 ghost special damage. That did 57. Ghost. That did 57 damage. <laughs> wow. Sorry, that did 56 oh. damage. At one point, it Which... didn't make any difference. <laughs> well, maybe it does, though. Nope, that's enough to, that's enough to <laughs> give it three new injuries. Yes. And knock it out. So Jane spins and points it at this spinning uh, Ferris Spectre, points his mask up at the spinning Ferris Spectre, which kind of spins in place for a second, and then all of the areas of the metal that were heated suddenly burst into ghostly purple flame, and it just crumples down and falls over. Way to go, Jane! That was awesome! I'm going to make you an extra treat. (laughs) Jane floats impassively, staring at the mask that may have been once his face. <laughs> Alright, so everything is unconscious or uh, the executioner, which is just kind of standing in place. What are you going to do next? Let's, let's get in, get the research, and, and get out, everybody. 
Uh, Liliana's going to... Because what, what what state is in Professor Sneeze in right now? He has injuries. No injuries, blonde. and actually Professor Sneeze is downing a moo-moo milk. Oh, okay. I was um, going to come over and give you a potion as, like, an apology. Uh, can, we, can we see the Pokeballs that, like... Like, we would be able to know where the Pokeball that uh, holds, especially, like, the Executor is, right? Yes. I want to take it. Um... Okay. Wow. Can, can I? Uh, yes. A really quick thing. Uh, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. You, you can definitely take it. Um, can I get a general education check from you? Yes. Seven? Okay. A seven. Uh, this is fairly common knowledge. You just need a little bit more with it. Is that... Uh, you probably didn't need to roll for this number. But... Uh, Anyways, uh, you would know that you can take the Pokeball and you can even bring it to a Pokemon Center, but since it's not registered to you, you're going to have several questions mm -hmm. if you bring it in. Like, it, it is not a Pokemon registered to you or a Pokeball that is registered to you. So uh, I mean, it's Ratu. Am I really going to have that many questions? And you have good guile. Uh, do you have the money to make the, the questions go away? I have good guile. <laughs> <laughs> So you'll still have several questions, you'll just probably be able to answer them. Yeah. And it's still, it's like, even in Ratu, this is a pretty strong thing that you don't go taking other people's Pokemon. Uh... Um, the state of the Pokemon may get you some leniency, and a couple other things that you've done may help as well. You're just going to have questions. If you try to pass it off as your own, those are going to be much harder questions. Yeah. And that, that's not that's not Charlie's intention right now. He's okay. He's just then, wanting yeah. to help save this Pokemon. So. Oh yeah, then definitely you could take it and walk away with it. There's nothing that's going to prevent you from doing so. Okay. So yeah, Charlie picks up the Pokeball and um, uh, just says, uh, "Come on, come on back, buddy. You, you've you've done enough. Come on." Okay, so you return the execution arm? Yes. Okay, uh, at the moment it is a level 27 uh, female executor. She's a lady. She's a lady. Yeah. Uh, it is a ghost and psychic type. And booyah? Bu <laughs> <laughs> it's not really yours, but just like so you have now ghost and psychic type. It has three injuries. Um, it has taken... 82 points of damage. Okay. Um, Professor Sneeze also gives a uh, super soda pop to Jane. Like, you did good, Jane. You deserve you deserve this this treat. Um, so Jane heals up to full. Uh. <laughs> also. Um, Professor Sneeze also sees, um, I'm, I'm assuming, probably sees Charlie pick up the, the executor, executioner's uh, Pokeball mm. and thinks... You know that's a good idea, Charlie. We should we should get these to the authorities and, and report them. Um, and he goes searching for the the Pokeball for the Deerling from the trainer back at the Atlas Vine. Okay. And um, once you get there, you've realized that the Atlas Vine has already started growing over this trainer. Um, I'm gonna pull Ooh. him out of it if possible and set him mm -hmm. down apart from it. Yeah, it's it's not heavily onto him, so you're able to pull him okay. out easily enough. Um, you do notice as you're crossing through, like, what's kind of kept this Atlas Vine in place is they have, like, deep, like, thin but deep trenches mm. where the Atlas Vine has kind of grown down into. And on the bottom just seems to be, like, uh, looking at the bottom just seems to be just some sort of uh, chemical of something. You can smell it, but it just seems like a really strong weed killer. Hmm. Indeed. 
And that's kind of the only thing holding them and pl- holding the Atlas Vine in place where it is. All right, and so you're grabbing the uh, Deerling. Yes. I just need. All right, it is a level 25 female Deerling. Uh, it is a ghost normal t- no normal ghost type. Wow. Uh, and yeah, it has six injuries. It has taken 74 points of damage. So it's unconscious, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so I guess Liliana will go pick up the Pharaoh's seat then. Okay. Maybe you can grab that tumbling up. It is a level 26 male Pharaoh's seed. Um, it has four injuries, has taken 83 points of damage, um, and it's a ghost seal type. Um, also, too, Liliana is going to give Trigger a potion. Perfect. Surprisingly, Liliana didn't get hurt at all this time. Yeah, but neither I'm did okay Charlie. That. But also, Charlie <laughs> didn't do a whole lot. Well, <laughs> Professor Sneeze kind of you drew cheered attention us on. to himself a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the hyper beam to the face kind of <laughs> draws everyone's attention to that person. Just a little bit. <laughs> let's let's go in and, and uh, get their research. Mm-hmm. Charlie goes uh, in. Liliana follows, but she's going to do hide in plain sight. Okay, give me a uh, give me your stealth check. Yeah, eighteen. Okay. Um, and then is it too early to do a perception as well? I uh, know. Go right ahead. Okay. Six. <laughs> okay. That was not good. Uh, I rolled two rocks for my perception. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're rolling perception checks. Isn't sure quite where he is, but yeah, save us, Paul. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we all just like stumble in on top of each other. <laughs> now, where's that research? Oh boy! No, I, I should at least I can definitely beat Professor Sneeze because I'm an expert in perceiving things. Yeah. Uh, but didn't I didn't roll great? I got two ones and a two. Oh boy! Um, oh man! But uh, for a total of thirteen. Oh. Okay. Oh wait, Liliana has a skill monkey. Oh yeah, skill so monkey. Again. So I can redo. <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay. I got an 11 this time. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Professor Sneeze, you're still kind of thinking over the ramifications of everything you just saw <laughs> and everything there. Oh, are you leaving your Pokemon out or are you returning all of them? No, I'll return James. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. return. Yeah, I'll return We'll be a little bit more mobile that way. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you're still thinking over the ramifications of everything, but... Uh, and so you're kind of lost in your own world, and you're not really picking up on your surroundings. Uh, Liana, as you kind of disappear and, and uh, shadow the group, and uh, Charlie, as you're moving in, you notice that it's kind of just a bare blank corridor that opens up into a larger space. It looks like... Um, it doesn't look quite what you think it would be for, like, a factory or that kind of area. It's much more open than that, and there doesn't seem to be any sort of, like, specific machinery or designs and things uh the biggest thing that's put together is a kind of like a lab space tucked away that looks more for like it's, it's actually looks more like just a set like a desk with a microscope set onto it in several places set aside for papers and different things that have been written out and very neatly 
stacked in different things. They actually seem to be color-coded throughout the entire thing for there. And uh, there's another, like, there are a couple, like, holding cell areas, it almost seems like. They seem empty at the moment, but there's traces of, like, of uh, withered vine and of brown leaves that suggest that this was where Pokemon were deliberately uh, infected with Aklas vine. But they're making these holdings, but nothing still seems areas. to be there anymore. It's just, yeah, em- nothing seems, yeah, they're at the moment. They seem to be empty at the moment, but they're kind of there. There's also just like a stack in one corner where there's where, where there are several Aquas line that are kind of potted, and they're in kind of what seemed to be a more of a stasis area where they're not able to grow very much, just like in these little pots as though they're being prepared to be used. Um, it seems to be almost between cycles as though. Whatever was infected here is gone, and the new ones haven't been brought in yet. Um, sitting behind the desk, actually writing out in a very neat hand, is... Well, there seems to be like a middle-aged man in a pristine white lab coat. And he has over them. He, uh, look, he looks up as you arrive and kind of rises up. He's uh, slightly balding. Things a little bit overweight, stands slightly shorter than Liliana. Um, and he's looking around and says, well... That was more than enough noise back there. I trust you took you you took care of whoever was trying to enter in here. Where are my samples? Um, quick uh, guiles say, check. Unless somebody else wants to jump in, mine's not that great. But I say, by the way, aren't we in like we're in Trevenant gang gear, right? Yep. Yep, you are. Yeah. That's what um, my guile check. Um, they broke. I got a ten on guile. I got 11. Wait, wait, I'm still rolling. I got 10, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't see- seem to notice Liliana, so... Yeah, I was gonna say if I had a good guile, then I was gonna, like, come out from behind someone or something, so he didn't but see me at first, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we took them down. <laughs> Goes back into the shadows. <laughs> He narrows his eyes and kind of looks Professor Sneeze up and down and says, You're a bit old to be part of this gang, aren't you? Never too old to start something new, that's what I always say. Charlie uh, goes like, hey, that's, that's, like, ageist. Don't, don't discriminate. Doesn't Professor yeah, Sneeze wear a white lab coat <laughs> He could be helping. Well, the Trevenant Gang is an equal opportunity gang. <laughs> so, you were the intruders, weren't you? No, they're so, out there. Why are you here? And his question hits like a physical mind blow. Almost. At least the intimidation behind the question hits like a physical blow. <sighs> you suddenly realize that despite this uh, older, balding man... Standing in front of you, he is one of the most frightening people you've run into. And I think that's all the time we have. No! <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapshiradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokerollout. Join our Facebook group at the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also... Follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. 
A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter, at PokeRollNick. Uh, I'm Paul, and uh, you can find me uh, in a few places. You can find me in the uh, Facebook tap room. You can find me in our Discord. You can find me in, on Twitter, at ProfSnag. Uh, I also recently adopted another Twitter handle. Uh, as some of you know, Alakazam is my favorite uh, um, Pokemon. And on Twitter, there are just like these handful of like different Pokemon propaganda. <laughs> so I have adopted the uh, Alakazam propaganda page. Yes. And so if you want to see, uh, I just kind of post some Alakazam pictures and gifts every once in a while. So if you want to follow me there, that is, I want to make sure I get it right. At Alakazam Ganda. Uh, I am Michael on Twitter. You can find me at M G L I L I E N T H A L. That's my only personal Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'm also in the tap room and in the other Tapestry Radio shows and uh, on our Discord. So, yeah, chat with me. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Lydia, and you can find me on all those places that have already been listed. And on Twitter, you can find me at LIL underscore Shadow 8. And, yeah. (laughs) Follow me on Twitter at BehindYourEyely. That's BehindYourEYELI. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Podcast and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Corax Alexandra, Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Michael Williams, Rochelle Graves, Zara, and Froxus. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. And then we'll get questions because we caught Pokemon we were supposed to. Next time on Pokemon Rollout, the trainers have defeated several Trevenant gang grunts and made their way into their headquarters. Now they face a mysterious and intimidating figure. Is this the man behind the new ghost-type Pokemon of the Trevenant gang? Why is he here in Ratu? And what will he do next? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout.
stop eating chips. <laughs> Eat the chips! Eat them all! Oh, no. If we have any, like, needs for a bone crack sound, you can just quick shove a whole handful <laughs> of chips in your mouth. There you go. And Lilia punches the grunt. <laughs> <laughs> yes! And the grunt is made out of paper mache, apparently. <laughs> a twist! Well, if he used substitute. A substitute needs to be replaced by a tree stump. <laughs> that oddly enough has a throwing star stuck in it somehow. <laughs> somehow. Yes. Okay, the armored man armored man's name is Sota, not soda. Like soda pop. Okay. The end. Sota. Not soda. Now I want razzle soda. Cola. Right? Razzle Ooh, Razzle Dazzle Cola sounds delicious. It's my favorite soda. <laughs> it's my favorite soda too. Okay. So do I just keep recording forever and ever? Basically, yeah. And then they'll just cut whenever they need to? Yep. Although we might split 55 and 56 if we put them in a separate folder. Yeah. Okay, so split the two. Yeah, like, so we'll open a That's fine. I just feel really weird recording all the time. Okay. I feel like that's not as energetic. Energetic as before. Okay, be energetic. Hey. Woo! Right. Charlie is gross. How will this conflict end today at Pokemon on Poke- Oh my god. On at PokemonRollout.com. Episode 55, Pokemon Rollout. Take 20. Feels like 20. We're going to call it Take 20. Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the group... No, that was really bad. Take 22. <laughs> what? Don't laugh at me. It's like on a movie where they have the little, the little snappy thing. It's like the snappy thing. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. What's it called? Um, I will say that I generally don't know. Okay, but I'm gonna call it a snappy thing. You know what it is. Yes. Well, you don't know what it is, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. All right. Episode 55. Take. What am I on? 22. 23. Take 23. We're gonna say 23, because. Take seven? Okay, take seven. Episode 55, take seven. Yay! You don't even care! Good job! It was good! You weren't even paying attention! It was good! He wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Michael! <laughs> Michael! What are you doing? Michael! He put my stapler in jello. Kidding, he did not. It's my special sta stapler. My red swing line stapler. Leave my stapler alone. Anyway, take the last one.
use use that one. Okay, now we're gonna work on episode fifty-six. Bye. It, it, it seems to have been, and then he was eaten by the. <laughs> oh man! Yes, here we go. All right. <laughs> Ellie, stop barking. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> Professor Sneeze is the shortest person of your party. Aww. He's right. so cute. I'm not remembering my type charts very well. <laughs> yeah, put me in your pocket. Oh, I need to look something up. I apologize. I'm as prepared as everyone else is today. <laughs> That's all right. Is, is that our alternate title? Are you prepared? <laughs> are you prepared? And then there's another parentheses, we aren't. <laughs> Pre prepare for trouble? Right Make it prepare? double. Prepare? For trouble? Okay. Alright. I... They're after us again. Oh, thank goodness. My friends, the police, are coming to help. <laughs> on, your, on your turn, nevertheless. I, yeah, really. Yeah, look at that. Perfect time. Liliana has great repertoire with the uh, police in the area. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um... Liliana does have the move Flame. Okay. Which would her allow, allow her to fling the Pokeball. With my whip! Okay, I... Not, not quite. Oh, well... <laughs> You'd have to throw it with your arm. What? No, actually, Ooh. wait, is, is... Wait, is fling a rogue move? Uh, oh, uh, let me... Under features... Oh, under features. Uh, yes, it is a rogue move, so... Yeah, because you can use rogue moves as weapon moves. So yes, you ooh, would you ooh. would fling the Pokeball with your Do like your whip. a tennis serve with it. Like you throw would, it, toss it up in the air and then whip it with your you whip. You would fling the Pokeball with your whip. I used to be in tennis, that was fun. Um, okay, um <laughs> not Liliana though. But anyways. Um well, maybe she used Maybe. Uh, Secret backstory. <laughs> backstory number two. Um, so <laughs> Just love them like me. You mean like the time when I said, hey, I need to get my dice out, that wasn't a good enough uh, reminder? Nope. <laughs> Not a good enough reminder. Hey, I should too. We're doing really good today. <laughs> yeah, we're all doing really well. Oh, guys, I'm, guys, I'm proud of us. <laughs> um, right. I just killed a spider um, that was under my keyboard. No, spiders are our friends. Not when they're under my keyboards. No, no, You've been no. Helping. No, you catch them. You let them go outside. No, no, the rule in our house is if a spider shows itself, it's dead because it has failed at its stealth check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, spiders are our friends. That's why you always keep a peanut butter jar in every room. <laughs> Uh, wait a second. Wait a second. Like an empty peanut butter jar. <laughs> oh, to capture them with? I see. Yeah. <laughs> no, to entice them in. I, I, I thought you were giving offerings to the spiders at this point. Didn't I was like, you know? I think All we've gone a little too far beyond friends. Sacrifices to the spider gods. <laughs> All spiders love peanut butter. I think Lydia when is I a was grouchy a young worker girl. <laughs> No, an empty peanut butter jar so you catch your bug friends and let them go outside. Of course. I'd rather potty train them for inside. Mm. 
Tell me how that goes for you. <laughs> okay, real quick <laughs> story since we're on this topic. <laughs> 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 when Elizabeth and I first lived in our, I think it was our second apartment down at uh, Lakeville. Michael, you might have been there down by Spring Lake Park. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a spider that, like, kind of made its nest, like, under our toilet. And we're like, you know, we're just gonna let you be, because you're not bothering us. And I think he, like, just kind of, or she, just kind of sat there and just, like, ate lady. ants and stuff. Nice. Like, I think we looked at that, looked at that for, like, a month. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. See, they're fine. If it's, if it's poisonous, then yeah, go ahead and kill it. And, like, but... I'm not sure exactly. It didn't look very friendly, so... Okay, to get us back on track. Rock <laughs> uh, smash! Is... So here's a fun fact. I, I started this thing back when we first started recording, is that I have this app on my computer that plays Animal Crossing music for every hour, and like does the specific times. So as we're in this intense battle, I just hear... And Chubbs goes down! Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.